baby, it's cold outside. Got to go But away. baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been, been hoping that you drop so in. I'll hold your hands, they're just like My ice. Mother will start you Beautiful, worry. what's your mind? Father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace so roar. Really I'd Beautiful, start. please don't well, hurry. Put some records on while I pour. Baby, it's bad out there. Say, what's in this No dream? cabs to be had out there. I wish I knew your I eyes are like starlight now. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks swell. I'm gonna say no, no. Mind no, if I move in closer. At least I'm gonna say that I try. What's the sense of hurting my pride? Really well, baby, don't hold out. Baby, it's cold. Outside. All right, J. Rod, you really can't stay because it's cold outside. To so get the fuck on out. I think I should. Welcome actually. to another episode of House MC. I feel, I feel, full of controversy. I feel triggered. Yeah. Sorry, folks. <laughs> that were. Uh, yeah, we. I, I opened with a little controversy, just because we never get controversial. So let. Let's get a little controversial. To well, open. I think we do, and I actually, you know, I've always loved that song. Bit. I'm a big fan of Dean Martin, so. Buddha, Dean Martin. I always thought it was a little weird, though. Well, just you know, the lyrics are not, weird. You're not alone. That's it, part of the problem, and also part of not the problem. We're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. First off, if you were thrown off by the opening, and then my non-usual opening line that was modified uh, this, <laughs> this one time, uh, this is the right place. You have clicked the right link, and we are so damn glad you did. This is How Simp Sees It, and we have controversy to speak of, and uh, some reviews for you as well. Good ones. Uh, review for uh, good reviews. Well, I'm not going to tell you if they're good movies yet. But lots of controversy around. this yes. week. Well, controversy, yeah. We all, we all like controversy. Heaps. Yeah, I do. Two controversial things that I know of least, before yeah. even like checking all my notes. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the uh, movie reviews, before I forget, have one for Instant, 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 Instant Family with Marky Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne uh, and... Uh, Juan Segura, Juan, Tom. Tom Segura, Tom Segura. Uh, well, I keep thinking of the. I always also known as Tommy Buns. Yeah, mm-hmm. I keep thinking of that damn baseball player for the Brewers. Hat, hat comic, water champ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's well, got a Netflix, couple Netflix things out there. Should well, he was out. funny in that movie. Uh, I'm yeah. not saying that's what the review is. I'm just saying <laughs> that he particularly was funny in that movie. Um, so yeah, we're gonna talk a little bit about. Baby, it's cold outside. Did I say that in a controversial way? I can only hope so. <laughs> so we're going to get into that. Uh, reviews for Instant Family. Also a review for um, the uh, the Papillion I saw today. I'm going to try to throw that in there just for funsies. Mm. Yeah. And then most importantly, the review uh, for Green Book, um, which I have been dying to see. Uh, luckily, I did not die, and I did see it. And uh, <laughs> Glad you didn't I'll die. give you a hint, boy. Am I glad I did? This would be a much different show if you had. Yeah, yeah, it'd be really crazy if I was speaking to you. <laughs> it would. Um, so yeah, you know, good reviews. I'm gonna really try to uh, remember to talk about the Papillon. Um, I I should remember, but sometimes when I say I'm gonna do it later at the show, we get sidetracked. So. Um, we're going to try to do that. But anyways, uh, we got controversy coming up. We're going to talk to you about it in about two seconds. That's one small step for man. Oh, 
I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. On the show last week, we talked fairly um, ad nauseum about uh, all aspects of the "baby, it's cold outside" scandal, as because uh, a lot of people yeah. uh, the controversy, yeah, the, the controversy. Yes, yes, uh, they threw uh, a, a big fed about it, and again, not not the Dean Martin one that we uh, just chose to play. That's just the one that we think of when people say that uh and also elf now oh yeah mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. which people are like it's fine in elf but <laughs> it's uh fine but elf. uh this one that's on the radio uh it's gotta go and so the radio was like ah, pressure fuck all right it's banned uh they banned it um and we, we and again we discussed the full do you think like a rubber like, stamp is involved like a, cool. uh, yeah there's something authoritarian about it that's just like bam band mm-hmm. uh and if you want to know our full um you know, back and forth on it which we we argue each point uh we did that in last week's episode we're not going to rehash all that but uh we will say that yeah we can see how some would find that the the lyrics are are a little um not great um but uh we argue also it was written in the 40s when things were different and, and you know, uh, you're not a bad person if yeah, you still like the song basically <laughs> and here's the thing um it, there were so many people that were at first upset about it that they they banned it off the radios and then after that they um the people continued to complain and then the other people that didn't complain there was more people that were upset about the people that did complain and then they started complaining about the people that complained <laughs> and sounds like a vicious cycle it to is me. long story short um today uh the radio stations were like Okay, so we're putting it back in our holiday mix. So all that whining and all that outrage. Well, it created a lot of buzz for some Christmas radio stations, I guess, is uh, what it did. Yeah, that's exactly what it did. Uh, I mean, cool. But damn, everybody was up in a bu- up in a, a, a bother about that whole ordeal. And apparently it turned out that most of us didn't really care all that much I yeah mean, like i said it's... we were more bothered that people cared as much that they did to complain and i mean that's that was the majority uh and the radio stations were like yeah yeah fuck that yeah we're putting it back in uh so <laughs> all that and uh yeah but they've also found other things i don't know who they are i'm not well, saying, i'm using hey. they not derogatorily i'm just saying that now they have are upset with the Little Mermaid in uh, a song in there that's uh, filled with a to- toxic masculinity, and then they were upset at the Rudolph and the, the red nosed reindeer because yeah. he was being bullied, and he's, it's yeah, not he's... about being overcoming the fact that he was being bullied, but the fact that he was, and then they found that not cool. And then uh, now I, uh, you know, what's they're going to put on Frosty the Snowman, and he's not going. They're going to be like Frosty is smoking a pipe and not wearing any pants, uh, so we take. Massive offense that our children have to see this <laughs> snowman the, nudity. The uh, cop you know, pipe. and he's smoking the devil's lettuce out of that pipe. I can tell just by oh. the way that the smoke is ruffling. Well, I think it's obvious all the children have lead poisoning. Yeah. They're hallucinating their snowman dancing saying. around uh, in the middle of the square. That didn't work for you when you were a kid? <laughs> no. Oh, no, dude, that's sorry, not man. how that worked. Damn. My uh, life was a little bit more like a Christmas story. than Man, that's just a sh- I wish I could go back just to show you on my side. That's some real <laughs> shit. But no, uh, I mean, really, in the end of it is um, some people are still going to be like, I am outraged at that song. And most people are going to be like, 
it's a fucking song that was wrote in the 40s, and they play it once a year. If you don't really like it, I guess you don't have to listen to it. Well, this is what happens when all the radio stations are owned by national companies. Like, they want to... Any pushback they get has national consequences, and it becomes a bigger thing than it should be. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. I mean, this never should have been a big deal. Well, it's a factor, it's, yeah. It's, I guess it's slowly been building over the years. Like last year, there was people that were like, you know what the song is about, don't you? And then the year before that, there was a few guys that were like, hey, there's kind of some weird lyrics to this song. And then you know, a couple years before that, guys are like, I know I'm going to be the fucking weird guy here, but I'm going to say that this song kind of sounds like this guy's doing some weird shit. And then <laughs> it goes back me. a few more years back before that, while, and there's yeah. one guy going, you know, with the pudding, I don't really much care for the song, but oh, name's Bill Cosby, and I think it's a fine, lovely song oh, mm. about Christmas. That well, bad, that just took a bad Bill turn. Cosby impression, but that was many, many years ago in the 70s if they had a problem with it. I'm saying the that he, in he the probably would not have uh, a problem with it. No, doing no, the I fact don't that he is a monster. I don't think he would. Well, it's basically how he lived his life is the tale of that song. Only the darkest version of that song. Now, really. while I did a a really a bad Bill Cosby impression, the reason I I slipped that in there is because now um, some of these some of these folks that are arguing for the song says it's basically the the Bill Cosby anthem song. Now is this song, and I'm like. Eh. She does explicitly say what's in this drink. Yeah. That's a little weird. I mean, is she drinking nog, eggs and eggs and rum? Uh, well, I heard somebody you know. explain it and as they were explaining it like trying to use colloquial language, it didn't make it sound any better. I don't think there's any way to really spice they, that up. Yeah, like, yeah. like you're not going to doctor that into sounding okay. Yeah, um, she was like she was just saying that it was just a little strong and I was like, like yeah. That's uh-huh. a lot of inference though. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you, Well, it's a lot to infer the other way, I guess. I suppose well. and I guess that's what makes this person a brilliant songwriter that he's Neither situation been, is good. He's probably been decades dead and hadn't thought about the actual writer of the song probably hadn't been thought about in a hot minute and now he is the subject and still dean martin's catching all the backlash dean martin's like i didn't write the fucking thing (laughs) like i sang the song because (laughs) i sang the songs because i'm dean martin and that's why i sang the fucking song marshmallow world bitch it's a great song well a lot of that shit a lot of people sang the different songs of course they did then my whole point is is dean martin didn't write it and people are like dean martin the song of the baby he's a fucking rape I'm like, hold on. <laughs> Dean Martin didn't is, write the song. And now Dean you know, Martin's daughter has taken to the, the I'll call it the stage, mm-hmm. uh, but the she's speaking out like, y'all motherfuckers are crazy. I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> bitches be yeah, crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Y'all uh, bitches yeah, be yeah, crazy. Y'all motherfuckers are crazy. My dad sang a good song. He didn't write it. Don't you drag his name through the mud. I'm going to kick you in the dick. It's, yeah, again, well, if you paraphrasing. Know, if you know anything about the Rat Pack, Dean Martin was actually like a legitimate, loyal family man. Yeah, he didn't really go out all that much. No, he, was he, a homebody, he did really. the show and then he went to his hotel room. Um, sometimes he'd stay out and drink like at the casino. Yeah, I was going to say at, at his at the hotel. Yeah, like, yeah. He didn't like wander out. He's like, I, I got to get back upstairs, guys. It's 10 yep. o'clock p.m. Yeah, you I know? got a show to do tomorrow, boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Um, I don't want to go, baby. It's cold outside, but I got a show to so do. So it's funny to me that he's he's the one specifically getting the backlash. Yeah, it, I mean, not not. That's not to say that everybody's like fuck Dean Martin in that song. Cause no, he's, yeah, he's not. But a lot of people are like attacking Dean Martin, and it's like Dean Martin's role in yeah. this is very limited. You know, I think people just want to be mad about things. <laughs> yeah, I know, right and that's now. my next point is. Um, in this whole, uh, I, I, it's for lack of a better word. Um, 
uh, for lack of a better word, uh, outrage culture that we live in now where something can happen and then somebody can go and get on social media and, and then it can go viral and then James Gunn, you know, it, yeah, explode. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And um, earlier this week, uh, the the Academy um, had announced that they had found a new host, and it was going to be Kevin Hart. Wednesday. I'm going to stop. It was yeah. announced on Wednesday. Yeah, there it is, on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It has now been on six days. Thursday. Yeah. Um, Literally so, the next yeah, day the it was announced. Day. Um, yeah, because I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. what would have been my late Tuesday, but it was technically Wednesday, because but uh, uh, early Wednesday. But anyways, um, I was like, okay, uh, I like Kevin Hart. Hold, I know, I know that there's a lot of people that, A, do not like Kevin Hart. And then I also know for a fact there's a whole lot more people that do. Yeah. Um, well, and, and I think he's an interesting person to host the Oscars because he'll mostly play along, but he'll get his jabs in as well. Exactly. And yeah. if you don't think Kevin Hart is funny because you watch him in movies and he's the guy that kind of goes ah, and, and is loud and <laughs> yeah. and stuff. I mean, yeah, he does that. That's his shtick. I like it. I'm not going to blame other people for not liking it well, or whatever you know like, you could say the same thing about uh, steve martin or eddie murphy yeah, their well, movies he, don't reflect he, their he comedy a, he has a style but if you watch yeah. him do stand-up um yeah. he left me in stitches uh, i saw him live mm-hmm. and i've man uh i laughed and i laughed and i laughed and laughed and so did everybody <laughs> around me he was really really funny so um so this is what went down so all that aside, take your fandom just out of the whole equation, and here's what I liked. Um, so as people do these days, if they don't like certain people and they get high-profile jobs, other people that don't have much to do or they make it their business to do this because they're being paid to do it, uh, however, a.k.a. with the James Gunn uh, stuff, uh, but uh, people will go back and they will comb through... Uh, thousands of old tweets that oftentimes go back 10 years to 2008 2009 i I have a feeling it's more people that have their causes and are looking for people who are going up in the world who have fucked up on their personal cause Mm -hmm. that like keep score you know they're like oh i'm gonna use this against him someday and well and to to this week was the day uh Mm -hmm. so kevin hart is gonna host the oscars most people are like yeah cool most people are like yeah and then others were like, I don't like Kevin Hart. Most people fall in the category of, yeah, <laughs> you know, cool, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, yep, whatever. Yep, yep. Uh, and then uh, the next day, the Academy was like, hey, Kevin Hart, um, there were these, uh, you know, homophobic and slurs and, and jokes and bad jokes you made back in 2008 and nine. We need you to apologize for those. If um, I may interlude here. Um, the way I found out about this story is I was um, working at home, working on uh, the next uh, play I'm going to do, and I was like, scrolling through my phone, taking a little bit of a break, and I saw on the news, Kevin Hart going to host the Oscars. Like, oh, I thought that that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so many hours pass. I eat dinner, and uh, I've worked for many hours. I'm about to get back to work, but I'm, uh, just after dinner, I look at my phone again, and I see a news article that says Kevin Hart says the Oscars gave him an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. And they that did. was late Wednesday when I saw that, and I woke up the next day. Yeah, no, they did give him an ultimatum. They said, hey, you need to apologize for these, or we're going to take the job back for you. And Kevin Hart said, uh, hey, I apologize for these 
in 2000 and like 10 i apologize for these again in 2014 i then apologized for them again in 2017 profusely i said this is what i said this is what i did i said as a comedian it's our job to find a line where the line is at where to reel things back and where to push forward i was you know a younger person and i basically explained everything about these uh, remarks that I made and how I've learned to grow from them and I'm not going to apologize again. And I said, fucking A. Yeah. Uh, fucking A. And the way that he wrote it up, uh, if I can find it, the way that he wrote it up was was great. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to find that or not. But basically, he was like, I'm not going to apologize because I have yeah, already that's... apologized for this and I don't feel that I need to apologize for this anymore. And... If you feel that it's uh, you need to take this job away from me, then, uh, you know, cool. Nothing lost, nothing gained. And I was like, yeah, fucking Kevin Hart's busy as shit. He doesn't need the Oscars. The Oscars need him. Well, he kind of like, does, really. actually. You think so? Yeah, because he's doing that movie with Cranston. He wants an Oscar. He's going for one. Who? They're, what? Kevin, huh? Yeah, Kevin Hart's in that movie with Brian Cranston. Where, Which movie with Brian Cranston? Uh, Brian Cranston is the guy in the wheelchair. The trailer's co- out now. It's coming out soon. Like this season, it's coming out. I think it'll be for next Oscar cycle, though. Maybe I haven't seen the trailer. No, we saw it together. Did we? And it was Kevin Hart? Yeah, I think we did. Oh, well, maybe he was. Sure. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, he was not. That makes a little bit more sense now that I that i've heard that yeah um because um i remember his statement pretty much the same way you do uh the thing that stuck out for me in particular was that he said i've already apologized for them um if you want an apology just go read those statements yeah, like i'm not and, gonna do it again well he said you know he, he said he stated that he did not have to do it again yeah. and i i quite frankly agree just like i did uh with james gunn when somebody has um when somebody, I don't know, when somebody, it's hard. I mean, yeah, those things are, they look badass time ages, but when somebody has paid the dues, apologized for them and, and, and learned from them and moved on, uh, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, okay. You're right. You called me out on it. I apologize. I have learned from this and we're going to move forward. And I thought that that's what it was. And I, I applauded him for taking a stand. Um, I think I think what really struck me is, is Kevin Hart said, why is everybody always looking for something to hate instead of, you know, looking at things as an opportunity gained? And when, yeah, for someone to learn. When I took, uh, you know, the gig, I, you know, why are people... Yeah, why, they like, should, they, they knew this yeah, when like, they hired this, me. First off, these aren't old news this has been out and i've spoke on it many times and, and that and I, that's why i don't want to apologize for it again and what's the big thing and why do you got to do this and like you said it might be a personal cause maybe the guy just really doesn't like kevin hart i don't know but i thought that was cool and then not even but three fucking hours later kevin hart issues a long apology again about that and he steps down from hosting the Oscars, which is like the weakest shit that he could do. Like before I understood him stepping down and saying, Hey, if you want to hire me, cool. If you don't, I got other shit that I got to do. And that's where he put it. And then, but not only three hours later, yeah. my guess is his publicist or somebody called and ripped him an ass. And uh, he was like, uh, I'm guessing all of a manager agent, all of them yeah. and three hours. And then it was this nice apology that he said he was never going to do. Uh, and then he's like, I'm going to step down and I'm not going to host the Oscars. Meanwhile, 
Uh, Nick Cannon pulls up other, uh, you know, homophobic and racist tweets from other comedians, Sarah Silverman being one of them, and uh, there's a couple others. If you want to know, you can Google it. Um, and then now uh, the Oscars have reached out to several people, and they're like, uh, with what went on with this whole Kevin Hart thing and people with the tweets? We don't want this gig. Sorry. We do <laughs> not want to do this. The Oscars are like, well, fuck. So now, just today, the Oscars are like, we think it might be a good idea if we try something new. We're not going to have a host this year. We might just try a Saturday Night Live type thing where people will come out and do sketches. And I'm like, disaster. Oh, man, that's going to be bad. But, I mean, that's what they've driven themselves to. If they would have just left Why don't it they well just... enough alone, they would have had a great host and it would have went on and probably been brought up in a bad way for something else. Or they could just not do anything and just have presenters and just go from I mean, one thing it, to the that next. That might be what it is, too. Good. Because that's of what, what it I mean, and like you said, maybe that's great. Maybe that's what it needs to be just all the time. thing up for the whole lot, which I is mean, what they're looking to do anyway. Previous Oscar hosts oh. have come out now, too, and they have said, uh, you know, hosting the Oscars is not easy, and it's not easy because of the work. Obviously, the work's easy, but your life is put under a microscope to host these Oscars and it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That you're not running for president or something. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying? You don't need to be under a microscope to be a comedian hosting the yeah. damn Oscars. You're not affecting public policy no, or like, writing law. You don't need to be vetted and shit like <laughs> yeah. and, and, and sworn in it's to fine host, point. you know? Like, seriously, it's the fucking Oscars, you know? Uh, whatever, but I... There's a lot of members of the the I always mess these letters up, the the L B G T Q I A plus that uh, yeah. all of it. I mean, I'm really sorry. I'm bad with letters. I got a little bit of I I say letters backwards. Was that uh, no? You got it right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I uh, yes, but uh, I, I also like I, those I new also ones. Say yeah, ACLU. Yeah. I'll sometimes switch to like UCLA and yeah. I like, have a problem with that union, the A F L C I O. Yeah. I, God bless you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, so this is what. Is this a preview for what the uh, upcoming year is going to be like now? Are people going to be like, hey, I don't want to put myself out there as much anymore because I don't want people fucking with me? Do no, you, do you I th think? Or? I think it's going to be more, well, what we referred to earlier about people not wanting to work for bigger companies and bigger events and bigger corporations. Because there's still a whole lot of things happening on an individual level. Like people are are filming their own comedy specials and putting them out on YouTube and Vimeo and charging yeah. two ninety nine. They mm -hmm. don't need HBO or, or ABC or to host the Oscars. And they're, you know... The, the internet has really freed up a lot and they can do what they want and no one judges them because the only people who were there are paying for the content. True. Yeah. Well, I just, you know, the, all this happened in a matter of a few, uh, like literally a couple of days. It's just like 24 hours. Yeah. And it like, was in total. Yeah. And I mean, ultimately now, I mean, Kevin Hart, this was not a win or a lose for him. I feel that the way that he, I would not have stepped down from doing it. I would have just been like, well, I'm not apologizing, but I'll be more than happy to talk to any of these groups of people that you want me to, to talk to. But I, again, 
my apologizing's done, but I'll step up and be like, hey, you know what? I've moved on from those type of jokes, well, and I can and be funny without it. It would not surprise me at all if Brian Cranston did not, did not call him personally and be like, dude, you are fucking me right now. Well, Brian Cranston ain't going to fuck around like that yeah. either. Like, like I don't. Brian you Cranston's may not think Hollywood you're going to win juice. an Oscar, but like my team over here, this is what we're working on. And Brian Cranston's got juice, yeah. sir. Mm-hmm. Like, if Brian, you work up with, uh, that's a big dude yeah. to be working with. Uh, even for huge superstars like Kevin Hart that can sell out football stadiums. Well, they've worked together before, so I think they they at least like each other. What did they do before? I I feel like one of the comedies they did together, but I can't recall it specifically. I'll have to look it up. Brian Cranston's been in actually just so much shit because he loves (laughs) to work, and everybody loves to work with him. Um, so yeah, but that's, that's the controversy. So we're going to move on to fun stuff now. Yay, uh, fun as, stuff. As we, go. we will have some golden globe, uh, nominations to go through. And for the first time in a long time, there is something that's not ever really happened before for a superhero film. We're oh. going to talk about that. And also how the golden globe managed to actually nominate movies. People watched and like, so like <laughs> maybe they're like, if we nominate these movies, we will get ratings. And, yeah, uh, there you it's, go. It's Bingo. pretty smart. Ding, 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 Like ding. A, uh, you would have figured, they would have figured that shit out a long time ago. Um, but no, uh, celebrity death match. Uh, I watched this shit when I was in high school, and man, did I love it! A oh, claymation the, that claymation show. thing. Yeah, I love oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody that I know that saw it back in the day uh, loved it, and anybody that hasn't seen it yet that will see it will love it. But they are bringing it back with Ice Cube and MTV. I'm like, <laughs> I'm stoked. I will watch all of that. Yeah. Um, don't stop me now. I'm having such a good time watching the claymation. I'm having oh, a ball. I was thinking of the Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell movie. That's oh, yeah, the about. Get Hard, yeah. uh, where he goes to the jail. Got to be a better way to say that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, also, moving on up the list of news, as we are approaching the Game of Thrones final episode's air date. Uh, it's We know it's oh, in sweet April. Sweet Jesus, thank God. It's coming soon. That's what uh, we are told. Hope everybody so, dies. Uh, well... You might be on the path, as they have <laughs> said that it is the now the biggest battle in the television history, bigger than anything they've ever had on their show, which I think the other two biggest battles in television history were also Game of Thrones, um, mm-hmm. Battle of the Bastards, and then the Battle of Blackwater. Well, um, you don't have is, much competition in that area. No, but this one is like three times bigger than anything they've ever done, and it's supposed to be insane. Yeah. Death will come, sir, mm-hmm. and it's episode three. So uh, I'm excited, um, and that's going to be starting up in April. So uh, new Game of Thrones coming up uh, soon. Not soon enough, but uh, still still soon. It's in the <laughs> pipeline, you know what I'm saying? Got to get through the holiday. Yeah. Um, so uh, just that being said, uh, I will, I'm going to go into a quick little breakdown of this Golden Globe list here for you. Um the I am going to preface with this, um, and you might be like, "What? That's impossible." Preface: uh, There has never been a superhero film that's ever been nominated for a Golden Globe or Oscar. Bullshit! Heath Ledger won The Dark Knight. Heath Ledger was nominated for an Oscar for being in a superhero film, but guess what? Wasn't nominated The Dark Knight, which mm-hmm. everybody is their go-to gold standard and a damn fine superhero movie, even though it's aged not as well, but still pretty damn well. But I mean, you got to figure that movie is thirteen, going on fourteen years old now. So yeah, yeah. you know that's. Uh, oh wait, sorry, no, it's two thousand eight, so it's ten years old now. So yeah, yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah. So I thought two thousand five for a half a second, but 
I'm right. It's 2008. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So, um, but even that, which is considered the best of the best of the superhero films uh, of that era, now you can throw in maybe some of the top-notch Marvel ones, but now you can literally throw in the Black Panther, which I think that, I mean, I, from my personal tastes, I enjoyed in Avengers Infinity War a little bit more because, like, you know, all those people and stuff, I was just like, whoa. Whoa, whoa! Well, Infinity whoa. War is the culmination of eight years of storytelling. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I I also understand why. I mean, Marvel pushed hard for uh, Black Panther. Those that's the one they submitted for all the stuff, and there was a lot of work put into Black Panther. And while I think the Black Panther is a a very good movie, um, you I know, I think there are better Marvel movies. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah. It's, it you know it ranks probably maybe outside. It's outside my top five. It's in my top ten. Yes. Of twenty films, but uh, you know I, I have five Winter at least. Soldier, I can rattle off Guardians like One, uh, Guardians One, Guardians Two, Winter Soldier, uh, Thor Ragnarok, Civil War, Civil War Ragnarok. Uh, yeah, I mean I just uh, there's five or six that I would prefer. That He's, doesn't mean that I think th- that they're all better. For it's just for my yeah, taste. Black Panther's a great movie. You know that's just it. Black Panther is amazing. For I what think it, it got and, uh, public acclaim for um, obvious reasons. Well, I mean, it's a it's a very massive uh, bit of cultural brilliance and and a way of uh, well, kind of it's made like up not, country. It's, <laughs> well, it's it's not something that I meant in that is that it's not something Represented. that gets a lot of of yeah of screen time or show gotcha. time in what yeah, it is, yeah. um, and especially in an authentic light, which is Marvel strived very hard oh, to very true. Yeah, to make very sure true. that yeah. uh, everything that was being represented in that film was being represented properly as it should um and it was the culmination of a lot of hard work from a lot of different people mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. it's good to see it celebrated especially since i am a huge fan of superhero movies and i i'm really excited to see one get nominated as it is now you know saying that these movies aren't jokes anymore these are Movies that are eventually going to be good enough that they are going to start, you know, being up for these big awards. So it's yeah. time to start taking them well, serious. They're they're the ones that get all the money, so they're able to put in the artistic work that um, <laughs> a lot of movies just can't these days. The the big studios don't put in the the time and the work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you got to make sure if you're going to do it, especially something that's well to do be, it right, you know, something that's going to be representative of so many cultural um, beliefs in one spot. I mean, Wakanda is uh, in Africa, and they are representing basically in their world all the various parts of Africa come together, yeah, or 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 of the tribes in that are in Wakanda, as it is a hidden place, but still right. well represented by many different tribes of people. That's, that's a lot of work. Yeah, but you know that's Ryan Coogler, and that's what we said that you know we loved Creed one. We thought it was amazing. Uh, we really liked it, uh, and that's just indicative of uh, Ryan Coogler because we saw Creed two. That old black magic has me in a spell. That old black magic that to you weaves so well. I see fingers up and down. The same old witchcraft when your eyes meet mine. I love them so well. That same old tingle that I move inside. And then that elevator starts its ride, darling. Down 
I'm just going to tool off uh, these here real quick, and you'll be like, hey, I've heard of some of those. Uh, and if you're a listener of the show, we've reviewed almost all of these, and the ones that we haven't, uh, we're getting too soon, and we are doing one tonight that's nominated for quite a bit of stuff. So I'm just going to start here. Best motion picture drama, Black Panther, The Black Klansman, uh, with the oh, three nice. Ks in the middle, which uh, we reviewed very highly. I didn't think it was going to get that much love. Bohemian Rhapsody, which is the highest grossing biopic of all time. Uh, we gave that movie quite a bit of love as well. If Beale Street Could Talk, I don't like the title. I've not seen the film. It's supposed to be very good. Uh, A Star is Born. Let me tell you, if you listen to our review of A Star is Born, I said A Star is Born back then, when was it September? Mm -hmm. I said it was going to sweep all the awards that it's nominated for. I stand by it. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Put some reverb on that in post. (laughs) I stand by it. Uh, I do. Um, It was amazing work turned in by all. Um, Also nominated for Best Motion Picture Drama. Best Actress in a Motion Picture Drama. Glenn Close, The Wife. I have not seen that. Lady Gaga, A Star is Born. Nicole Kidman, Destroyer. Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me, which I've not seen, which I really want to see. I'm looking forward to that. Is that the one where she's the author? Yes. Uh, And Rosamund Pike in uh, A Private War, also not seen. Um, A lot of these have not come uh, out wide yet, so there's a lot of people haven't seen some of these. uh, But we'll have a chance to here over the next month as they're going to start showing up uh, uh, as with Green Book this week. Well, once um, once like, the award starts getting nominated. Or, well, the, no, yeah, like the nominated said, the list, nominations rather. The are out, but they're going to start getting those films in. But there's still yeah. a lot of these are still in limited release right now, um, which will uh, they'll, they'll spread wide. Yeah, but what I'm saying is this list will inform the theaters on what to get. Exactly. Um, best actor in a motion picture, Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born. Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate. Lucas oh. Hedges, Boy Erased. Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody, Freddie Mercury, I think he could win. Uh, John David Washington, son of Denzel Washington for Black Klansman. He was fantastic. Pretty good. Uh, we, we, we had 
nothing but high marks on that one when we left the theater that day. <laughs> we had uh, a lot to say well, except for fred down front nope yeah. <laughs> he wasn't having it uh he probably doesn't even understand why it's nominated Actually, <laughs> i don't think he probably even looks at these lists but probably not but yeah uh best motion picture musical or comedy crazy rich asians the favorite green book mary poppins returns and vice and i can't state enough uh, uh i'll wait till the review but i mean I think you can already tell Green Book's pretty special. Um, well, but I think also, Vice is also, be... I really want to see Vice. That's going to be pretty. Like, I'm really looking it's forward gonna... to Vice. Uh, so that I'm looking forward to. Just Sam Rockwell as is, is W in the bits I've seen. It just looks oh, like gold. That trailer is phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's really, really good. It's Adam McKay, too. I, was th- I thought it was David O. Russell by the style and all the people in it. It's like this has got the total David O. Russell cast going, but it's no. not. It's Adam McKay, the big uh, founder shorts. of uh, yeah, the founder of Funny or Die with Will Ferrell. Also did a lot of real Will Ferrell movies, uh, the Ricky Bobby and a lot of those early stuffs. And then uh, he has moved on into doing uh, uh, big boy movies that get nominated, for yeah. sure, like The Big Short, and then now this Vice, which I think is going to be pretty funny. Also, if you've not done it yet. Just Google Christian Bale Vice, and it will be unrecognizable. <laughs> yeah. You will be like, what? And he's wearing no. a fat suit. He's not wearing a fat suit, because Christian Bale, Bale is method as fuck, and he is he gained all that weight. He did. Uh, he did. He'll be like, nuh-uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He is totally all about that. So, uh, best actor in a motion picture. Christian Bale, Vice, uh, comedy, musical or comedy. Christian Bale, Vice, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Mary Poppins Returns. Viggo Mortensen, Green Book. Uh, Robert Redford, The Old Man and the Gun, which I am still dying to see. And it is not available anywhere, nor has it ever been. <laughs> and I want to see it, damn it. Like, damn, that, this is the movie he's wrought out into the sunset on. It's his last movie. He's retired now. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a it's later. It's going to be good as fuck. Yeah. I want to see it. Why? Uh, oh, well, you know why. I know why. Well, well no, I don't know why. Why? you got to milk that shit, man. Oh, yeah. No, I do know why. Yeah, yeah I do. Uh, best actor. Uh, oh, sorry. Excuse me. I also, how could I dare? I also left off John C. Riley, And I could say <laughs> for one of four different movies. But no, it's his Stan uh, and Ollie. Ollie. Uh-huh. You knew it. Yeah. That's going to be pretty special. Um, yeah, I mean the other ones are good, and even that trailer gets you a little teary. Oh, yeah, man. like that's going to be really good. And then the other three, you're like, that was real, that was good, that was good. This is okay, but that shit. Whoa, yeah, that Coogan uh, is yeah something else. I don't think that Sherlock Holmes is going to be for everybody. Um, I think that some will like it, but I think some are going to think it's really dumb. Um, I think it's going to be funny, but also some people that really like. Uh, Sherlock Holmes might not appreciate some of the comedic liberties being taken. Well, I, yeah, if you if you like the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock, I don't think you're that's gonna... or or even just the Basil Rathbone. You know, yeah. like you're a classic Sherlockist. Mm-hmm. Like you're like a fuck a Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't <laughs> yeah. like him as Sherlock, I don't think you're gonna like Will Ferrell. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, best motion picture animated, uh, Incredibles two, Isle of Dogs, which will wow, just tough. These are win. all really good movies, except for the one I've not seen, which is probably really good too. But listen to this and try to pick a winner because every time you're going to say yeah, 
you'll think about something great about okay. one of the other ones. So listen to these. This yeah. is the most stacked category I think there is. Incredibles 2, mm-hmm. awesome. Isle of Dogs, amazing. Stop motion animation. It should be the clear-cut winner. But then you have Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet. Then you have the still one hundred, still perfectly scored at 100 with over 30-some-odd reviews in for the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, which is also nominated. Uh, and then there's one called Mirai, which I've not seen. So I've got my money on Isle of Dogs, but that's I'm, what I'm betting as I'm a betting man. I would uh, like to see Spider Verse first. I can before. tell. Uh, sure, I can tell you this: none of those other animations, uh, movies, w- there was not. Uh, let me phrase this correctly: Isle of Dogs is head and shoulders, talent-wise, above the others. The hardest film of those to have made. Oh yeah. The I mean the other ones you'd be like, oh well, you know this Pixar they got to do animation and yeah, the the stop motion like claymation animation shit mm-hmm. is really hard. That's why almost every time Leica makes a movie they win an Oscar well, because I th- I of the a brilliant use of the fucking claymation. Artistically and storytelling wise, it's it's just head and shoulders above as well. Not that the other movies aren't also great, but the the. People speaking in their native tongues and all barks have been rendered in that's, English. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's pretty fucking amazing. It's, it's brilliant. It's yeah. a masterpiece. It really I, is. I agree. I couldn't agree more. I still haven't seen Incredibles 2, but I feel like um, I don't need to to know that it's not, you know, art, you know the way movies are, in my opinion, the best movie, animated movie. Of the well, especially... I'm sure it's a fantastic film but well it but it is too but it also i mean it has a great retro throwback style of 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 style in its animation as well as right. did the first one so i mean when pixar makes movies they usually win oscars too these are golden globes mm-hmm. which is different um but it's just a stacked category um and that also the end of the spider-verse has a very unique uh, style of animation. Yeah, it's it, it less looks... about the actual animation for me than it is the way the the story is told and how the creative True. way that the story is told. And all yeah, that. I I really I mean in a perfect world there's nothing like I said that's really even on its level. Yeah. but all those movies are good. It's no, just, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no argument there. To the others, yeah, the yeah. Isle of Dogs is just it's just so much. In better. my opinion, yeah. I mean, and it's a, it was a it was a great 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 touching little film. You know, mm-hmm. it's got a lot of heart to it. Um, the best motion picture for foreign language. I mean, I'm going to read these, but I've not seen them. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> uh, I've heard a lot about Roma, though. It's supposed to be really good. Um, Capernaum, Girl, Never Look Away, Roma, and Shoplifters. Yeah, sorry, I wish I knew more, but I don't. I haven't heard. Best director, motion picture, Bradley Cooper, going to win. Alfonso Cuaron, Roma, Peter Farrelly, Green Book, which I think is one half of the Farrelly brothers. Hmm. Uh, which is probably where it got its humor from, uh, Green Book. Spike Lee, Black Klansman, and Adam McKay, Vice. Best screenplay, Alfonso Cuaron, Roma. Uh, Deborah Davis and Tony McNamara, The Favorite. That movie just looks weird with Emma Stone. and. The, oh, yeah. Yeah, looks weird. Uh, Barry Jenkins. Well, don't they all uh, in their own way? <laughs> if if Beale Street could talk. I don't like that title. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. Uh, Adam McKay, Vice. <laughs> this uh, should be an additional part of the title. I don't like that title. Uh, Peter Fer- Peter Farrelly, Nick Vallelonga, and Brian Curie. Nick Vallelonga, you say, how do you know how to say that? Because that's the guy that's in the movie about Green Book. That is the the guy, is Nick Vallelonga. Um, and that's it's a running joke in the movie. Also kind of funny that he's on here. So that's great. Uh, best Original Score, A Quiet Place, Isle of Dogs, Black Panther, First Man, Mary Poppins Returns. It's going to be First Man or Isle of Dogs. 
unless they're going to go in heavy on Black Panther. You could. Which yeah. it could, Black Panther theoretically could, and, and, and legitimately so, but it could sweep some of these, especially all these technical things, too. Like you said, they're, it's a perfect way to um, get better ratings because you're including pe- movies people have seen and also score uh, social points. So. Yes, indeed, sir. Best original song, All the Stars, Black Panther. I didn't know that was a song. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't. Uh, Girl in the Movie, Dumplin', which is one of the new Netflix films. Jennifer Aniston and uh, her daughter are the huge Dolly Parton fans in the uh, beauty pageant South, and her daughter is not your traditional beauty pageant contestant. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Fantastic. Yes, sir. I know it's right up your alley. Uh, you'll be probably watching that as soon as you leave here on the way home, even. I'm going to at least make it home tonight, right. I promise. Um, Requiem for a Private War. Never heard it, but it's in that Private War movie, which I've never seen, to be, to be fair. Uh, Revolution, Boy Erased, and Shallow, A Star is Born. A Star is Born is going to win everything it's nominated for. I would bet a shiny hay penny. I would. Just one? Maybe two. I don't feel like that's a strong bet, but okay. Uh, well, then take the bet. <laughs> uh, you know, I would like yeah. to see this hay penny first. Uh, hey, penny. Uh, <laughs> but no, that doesn't count. Uh, okay, uh, best television series drama: The Americans, Bodyguard, Homecoming, Killing Eve, Posse. I've only seen. One of those? No, I haven't seen. Well, any it's going to be the Americans. It's their last year. That's what I was going to say. I did, I've not watched the Americans, but I do know it had its final season. Yeah, it was supposed to be very good. And I watched I know... the first season of the Americans, and I was like, "This is pretty good." And everybody was like, "You didn't watch?" And I'm like, "I, I thought just thought the first one was pretty good." I got behind. They're like, it gets better. You need to watch. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Give me a minute, but all right, I'll try. You understand how much I already do watch. Yeah, the, like I'll work it in on yeah. the back end, especially when I can watch episodes one through the end in a sitting, uh, or not in yeah. a sitting, but you know in what I'm a, saying. Like a couple days. Yeah, in a session, yeah. you know. A sesh. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, cool. Uh, I know a lot of people from the show have won, but I don't know if the show itself has ever actually won, so that would be interesting. Uh, the, Americans, the Americans? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think it has. Uh, but for, I think it got some love last year at the Emmys. Yeah. Not the show. People in, like you said, people in the show. Yeah, yeah. And things about the show, directors of episodes mm-hmm. and writers of episodes. But, uh, yeah, not best show. Best performance by an actress in a television series or drama. Uh, or, or drama series. It's going to uh, be me, dude. Ca- uh, <laughs> J-Rod uh, <laughs> for House MC. Uh, Katriana Bal Balfi Balfi I can't help you. Yeah, Balfi Balf. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Balky? I'm sorry. No, uh, I'm from Outlander. From, which was it I Perfect don't watch. Strangers was that it? Yeah, yeah. Balky Bartakamus. Yeah, cousin Balky. He yeah. did the dance of joy. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, uh, Elizabeth Moss, The Handmaid's Tale, Sandra O, oh, Killing Eve, Julia Roberts, Homecoming, Carrie Russell. The Americans. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, it could mm-hmm. be an American kind of mm-hmm. night on America's uh, <laughs> Golden Globes. Well, it is fairly anti-Russia, press, so. so. Yeah, well, it's the foreign associates uh, uh, yeah. press as well. So they're going to be like, oh, show's about Russia and Americans? <laughs> yes, we give award. Yes. <laughs> you give award to the show about the Russia. That's right, yes. We like Russian show, you get Russian award. Or America. we will poison our soup. What? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. We say nothing. <laughs> Have some soup. It's good soup. It's meatballs. 
Um, let's see here. Ah, I think that this one's going to be pretty cut and dry as it was in the Emmys. But you never know. Best television series, musical or comedy. Barry, there's your winner. But Barry, a good place. Kidding. The Kornofsky Method and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Now, that could go back and forth because Marvelous Mrs. Maisel was a bit of an Emmy darling, too, but was not paired with Barry. So, A. The second season of Maisel? Yeah. Uh, no, I think this is the first because... Emmys are first, Golden Globes are second. Mm -hmm. The new season came out December 5th. It probably wouldn't be nominated if it was going to be until September's Emmys and next year's Golden Globes. Sure. Or, I'm completely wrong, strike that and reverse it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, But it's one of of those. I still think it's for the first one. Um, You know, so... Uh, the second season is out now, so if you like the first uh, and you want to watch, yeah, I've heard uh, not so not so good things. It's a, I've heard and I've read that it has split the fan base yeah. uh, by the, by season's end. Now yeah. I'm not lackluster, watched, so. and the end is disappointing, is what. As, yeah, and also there's things that go on that make you want to side with one more than another, or the other more than the other one. So, like again, it's dividing its own audience and what's going on. I don't so. know. I don't know this. I just I don't watch the show. Again, all it's just stuff I've read. Yeah, it just tells uh, you what people's tells me. Yeah, because I don't watch it. Uh, but I I should maybe. But I, I watched an episode and was like. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll watch it when I have time. It's one of those things that I don't have time. I'm watching other stuff right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, best performance by an actress in a television series: Christian Bale, uh, The Good Place, Candace Bergen, Murphy Brown. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I've not watched the Murphy Brown, but uh, good for her. She Allison, might win. Did Allison you... Brie, what's this? She then? might. She might win. Think so? Yeah. Did you see whose time Person of the Year was? No. The press. Under attack from Trump. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Okay. So people, at least, of the year. Let's just go ahead and say that. Yeah, like the one is the Khashoggi guy, the guy who died, oh, uh, the journalist yeah. guy in Saudi Arabia. And then, like, they had a couple of other front pages that they published with okay. different, like, writing staffs and stuff. So I'm saying uh, people doing journalism is in this year. Well, it could happen. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Brajnahan. Brajnahan. <laughs> uh, Deborah Messing, Will and Grace. Uh-huh. Uh, best performance by an actor in the television series. Sasha Baron Cohen, who is America. That shit was hilarious. Uh, Jim Carrey in Kidding. He was really, really good. Michael Douglas simply won't win. Donald Glover, <laughs> Donald Glover, Atlanta. Is that the name of the show or your opinion? <laughs> nope, that's just the opinion. Michael Douglas, the Karnofsky method. I ain't winning shit. Uh, Donald Glover, Atlanta. You never count him out, but I think it's going to be the same as the Emmys. It's going to go to Bill Hader for Barry. That shit was brilliant. Um, if you haven't watched Barry and you have HBO, do it. It is I hilarious. I qualify for both of those. It's hilarious. It's in your world, too. You need to check it out. Not the hitman part, but the theater part. <laughs> the, yeah. Don't tell people I am not a hitman. Well, I, it's out there now. So, God damn it. Yeah. So, I got to keep up persona, man. Well, you can, I mean, yeah, you can be like, yeah, hitman in those games with that guy, Agent 47. Mm-hmm. Street cred, bro. Street cred. <laughs> That's right. Agent 47. You've, you have killed people in video games. I have. As <laughs> Lots of them. Yes. As have I. Uh, it's actually alarming. Killed somebody today. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll do it again, too. <laughs> yeah. Soon, right after this is done. 
Uh, okay. Best, uh, oh wait, no, sorry, I didn't, uh, finish. Uh, no, I did, uh, but, but I skipped one. Best limited series or motion picture. The Alienist won't win. The Assassination of Gianni Versace probably will. Yeah. Uh, Escape to Dan Mora, which is on Showtime, which we have recorded, which we have not watched, but we are watching soon. It looks pretty good. <laughs> Let's get on that. I know. Uh, Sharp Objects. Anna enjoyed that very much from author Jillian Flynn. Um, gone girl, yeah, gone girl, and now uh, other things yeah. too. She's uh, got a lot going on. Uh, also, did that Widows movie, which I oh, think yeah. was really mm-hmm. good. Uh, we gave that a very high review last week. Uh, not trying to give the shit away. I'm just saying that it's pretty good. You should. <laughs> we check we it do out. give it away. It's uh, fine. Uh, the info. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, we got to keep that. No, but uh, we do. It's uh, all free. Well, yeah, but it's all in a in a, in a well done oriented way to That's make sure true. that they listen. And can't argue with that. That's right. Uh, we are a slave to routine here. Uh, <laughs> so don't you label me. <laughs> uh, and a very English scandal um, on Amazon, which I've never heard of nor seen. Yeah, so. same. Uh, best motion. Or, or excuse me, best motion uh, twice, best performance by an actress in a limited series motion picture made for television. Amy Adams Sharp Objects, Patricia Arquette, The Escape from Dan Moore, which is supposed to be pretty good. I need to see it. Connie Britton, Dirty John. That uh, sounds like a not so like it sounds like it's a, based on a podcast. Really? It yeah, sounds it's like, like a, a like a and it's like set in the world of like pornography or something. No, well, it's. I, escorts or something but it's a true crime story from the la times and it was like a major podcast that they oh. turned into a tv well show. i love county britain she's they're doing great. that with a couple podcasts laura dern uh the tale don't know what that is but I, of course you know who laura dern is she's got um, a tail like a cat uh that's the one the very same regina king seven seconds not six seconds not eight seconds but seven seven all seconds. of those are different movies yeah, yeah. uh uh, performance by an actor in a limited series or motion picture made for television. Antonio Banderas, genius Picasso. Daniel Bruhl, the alienist. Steve Bruhl? No, sir. Daniel Bruhl, not Dr. Stephen Bruhl. Darren Chris, the assassination of Gianni Versace. He is going to win, mark my words. Benedict Tumberbatch, Patrick Melrose, I've heard pretty good things about. He lost the Emmy to Darren Chris. I assume this will go the same way. And Hugh Grant, a very English scandal. It's probably about him getting um, oral relations from the prostitute once he visited, <laughs> uh, visited stateside that Maybe one time. Maybe it's that pig from Black being Mirror. married to a friggin' super friggin' model. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'll never understand that, but whatever. You know. <laughs> Just whatever. Married to Elizabeth Hurley in L.A. Gets a very, very cheap prostitute. And gets caught. Why not? Huh? What you got to do, man? Go home and love your incredibly hot wife? Like, Well, sometimes I mean, it's about the doing the wrong thing, you know what I mean? Like, I want to fuck up and I want to get caught? Yeah, I want to get caught Or I want to have the yeah. adrenaline of, of flirting with the edge. Like, maybe I won't get caught, maybe I will. Either way, I shouldn't be doing this. Well, I think when you're going out of your way to fuck up that bad, it's the I want to get caught. Part. Also, I think a lot of male celebrities at that time in Hollywood were doing, like, uh, escorts and stuff with the Heidi Fleiss mm-hmm. and all that that was going on. That was all big in that time, and Charlie Sheen and all of his prostitutes yeah, and yeah. all that. Well, it was the end of the inter- pre-internet, you know. Yeah, it is. It was kind of like a changing of the guard, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but yeah, uh, I definitely remember that when I was in high school, I was like, who's, what's going on here? Why is you getting in trouble? 
Yeah. Oh, that's weird. What was he doing with that? <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, I remember being a kid being like, Pee Wee Herman did what? Yeah, Pee Wee Herman did what? He thought yeah. he was watching a movie. Let the man watch yeah, a movie. Yeah, like, so? I go to movies all the time. <laughs> I do I that, like, every day, and just not in a movie theater. I mean, yeah, you're damn right. Uh, <laughs> they were showing those kinds of movies, though, right? That's it just right. wasn't like no kids' movie or nothing. Uh, best performance actress, supporting role, Alex Bornstein, Borstein, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She won the Emmy, Patricia Clarkson, Sharp Objects. Penelope Cruz, The Assassination of Gianni Versace, Tanny Newton, Westworld, Yvonne Stravinsky, of Sim Hamilton, A Handmaid's <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed. Strong finish. Yes. Uh, best performance by an actor in a supporting role, series, limited motion picture, made for television. Man, that's a mouthful. Alan Arkin, The Kaminsky Method. Uh, he might win just because he's good at stuff and everybody likes him. But uh, Michael Douglas. Well, he might not. actually show up if he wins. Yeah, Michael Douglas, he ain't. No. It's, no. Karen and Culkin, Secession. He was great, and I fucking love Secession. Uh, let it be known. Uh, Edgar Ramirez. Uh, <laughs> ben Wishaw, A Very English Scandal, and Henry Winkler Berry also won the Emmy. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Those Henry are the nominees. Henry Winkler. Yeah, for Barry. How about that? You know? It's going to be good. Hey. You know it's not good? Hmm. Uh, that the fact that they canceled Daredevil after its best season. Yeah, what's with that? I don't understand. They even pitched season four and had great ideas, and like they're like, nah, canceled. And then uh, Charlie Cox didn't say shit for like a week, and then he came out and broke his silence, and he's like, yeah, I don't get it. I'm real sad. Like, <laughs> this is bogus. <laughs> I might have added the bogus, but he was like, this is. I don't really like. I thought we were all good here and uh if you listen to us last week we address no. that the uh the canceled netflix shows that we at once thought were guaranteed to be going right on over to disney plus streaming is not and we detail why and it has a lot to do with keeping a pg image over there so the, so they'll have the, that deadpool movie but they yeah daredevil's too 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 dark for them and if they said and they said if they did uh, then they they would recast and reboot, and it's like, man, fuck that. Seriously, Charlie Cox is a great Daredevil, and that show was a lot of fun to watch. Um, so I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. No, sir. No, I don't. Yeah, it it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know why you went through the effort in the first place if you're just gonna leave it out there on the vine to die. No, no, right? Not cool, huh? No. Here's something that I don't understand. Put it in the I don't understand, nor do I really care bucket. What is the deal? Yeah, what's the deal with... Uh, yeah, okay, so 21 Jump Street was a movie. It was made. It was funny. It, it was, was good. It was a TV show. Guess what? It was rebooted, but different enough from the TV show, and it was done by Jonah Hill, and it was full of laughs. Channing Tatum laughs. Jonah Hill laughs. Yeah, yeah. Very funny. They did a second one, 22 Jump Street. Really funny. Uh, that was only just a few years back. So in a total of six years and two movies, now Hollywood has said, we're doing a reboot with Tiffany Haddish and Aquafina. They've been doing that. Doing the, the female recasting I mean, of movies that have already been done. If that's what you want to do, cool. But you don't reboot movies six years that still have... Like, the Channing Tatum they, has a crossover with, with, the, with the Men in Black. Yes, that's real. Uh, yeah. So, like, that that is still an active franchise. Mm-hmm. Huh? What? Well, they're just doing the women's version, dude. It's fine. Don't worry about Weird, it. Weird, though, man. I don't get it. Well, yeah. 
It's, I mean, there were so many other movies to choose to do that with. I mean, even or Lethal you, Weapon, for fuck's sake, you, if you could want to write an original movie with a strong female Hold character. on, this is Hollywood. They don't do that, okay? <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> they, they're like, enough. hold on, you have original ideas? Get to the back of the line. <laughs> uh, we don't fuck with that shit. Not anymore. Yeah. Uh, go to the indies, okay? They're the ones that care about good content, air quotes. By indies, he means the West India Islands. That's it, yep. Uh, the West Indies, of Indeed. course. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just think it's kind of uh, unnecessary, and I just think to myself well, from that, uh, that quote from uh, Harold and Kumar, when it has Ryan Reynolds and he takes off his little doctor's outfit and says, but why? <laughs> I, I, but why is my is my question? Why not? And uh, this just in: uh, somebody uh, that uh, wanted to, to to write up a tweet uh, about all of the controversy about the baby. It's cold outside. Oh yeah, is uh, weighing in. And uh, grandmother seven zero nine says they got no friggin' playing a song about me getting <laughs> ran over by a reindeer. <laughs> That's some violent shit. That's right. She was walking home from our house Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah. I mean, you can say there's no such thing as Santa, but as for me and Grandpa, we believe. Uh, you know, but justice for Grandma. Justice for Grandma. Yeah, but that's tongue in cheek. This one's really rapey. Just listen to it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but I mean, you tell that to Grandmother Seven O Nine. She ain't gonna be taking hey, any of your shit. This is America. We don't mind violence. We're real weird about sex. So <laughs> that's right. You can shoot people, and we might even cheer you on. But if I but see a tit uh, on a football field, oh yeah, there's you, gonna be war. You going, going down? We are. Yeah, war is a good way to put it too. I'll tell you that. Um, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. I think we've covered all of the big controversy. Oh, they released one of them new uh, fangled trailers for a movie that one might have heard of called Avengers that we called the name of a whole year ago, basically a week after we saw Avengers. We're like, that's going to be called Avengers. Then they did a whole year of misinformation yeah. campaign. Yeah. And we're like, that's going to be called Avengers. For Endgame. nothing. You heard it on our show first, folks. <laughs> uh, we're like, they're going to call it Endgame. Doctor Strange even says we're in the Endgame now. Yeah. And we're like, that's why we think it's going to be called Endgame. And they're like, no, no. They called it 32 different things along the year. Then they sent out Mark to come, Ruffalo. Yeah, to... to come all the way right back to where we were when we started. The motherfuckers called it I don't Endgame. understand why it was such a big deal to keep it a secret. It I, wasn't. I don't, I don't understand. Uh, also, it also broke the record for most times of a trailer has been viewed ever by anybody of ever, of all time, of ever. Not surprising. Yeah, no. Usually pretty much any new Marvel movie is going to break that record. Well, um, it's not only really that. Yeah, like this is a, I have to know what happened. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, you probably do want to know what happened. There's a certain fever pitch in the air. Well, they want to know if Groot's all right, for God's sake. Man. They do. Like, yeah. that's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we got to know. We got to know. Here's fun. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to play along with the old invented Infinity War snap, happy you are gone business, uh, I'm gonna just go ahead and tell you how you can start your new year perfectly balanced. If you start Infinity War at 9:58 and 51 seconds p.m. on New Year's Eve, Thanos will snap at midnight, which is the most perfectly balanced way to begin your 2019. Fuck a dropping ball, <laughs> fucking Thanos. I got yeah. um. 
<laughs> I got things to do. No, dude, you yeah, don't. I do. You I have do. nothing to do but watch Thanos be Thanos. I could do that any other time, though. You couldn't. I could. Not with the start of the new year. I could watch it on my snap. phone literally any time I want. No, it has to be 94851. No, but it does. No, no. Fuck Otherwise, it get won't paid, be, dude. That's it what I'm won't be about. perfectly balanced. You can put it on your phone. I got work to do, man. Put it on your phone and you just watch it from work. You know what I'm saying? I, I could. Do, I have one of the few jobs left in the world where I actually have to pay attention Nobody's a lot of the time. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody needs. No, it's not like it's not fucking going bowling, dude. It's not taking your fucking turn, dude. It would. <laughs> it's a pom- It's a pomeranian. It's got fucking papers. It's a fucking show dog. It's fragile. <laughs> fucking love that line. Anyways, uh, that clearly slipped away from me there. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway. Uh, I just I love that line. It's I, not I, taking your turn. Dude. I noticed. It's a show dog. It's got fucking papers. <laughs> I'm not renting it shoes. I'm not, I'm not shoes. buying it a beer. Buying it a beer, dude. It's not buying it a beer, dude. Thank you, Donnie. <laughs> oh damn. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and with that, we transfer into this. During Christmas time and this year in general, uh, suicide rates spike. Um, this is I'm, I, I know I'm, I'm transferring over from some jovial fun into a, a subject where you can't tell if I'm joking or not. I'm not. Um, it's been alarming. Uh, it's been on the rise. It, it's in the, it takes place during the holidays a lot more. And just in general this year, it's spiked up 28%, which is alarming. Um, people are not happy um and i just hope yeah. that as time goes broke on and tired well that too and there's not enough money being given to the areas that can genuinely give these people some form of help too it's just not a priority well right now. And, and the people who could afford to move probably already have true um it's just something that uh you know i didn't really think anything of it until it happened uh to somebody really close to me and in my family and boy i'll tell you what it it rocked us you know it really did so uh you know just this this time of year there's so much shit that goes on and there's so much people that will annoy you and driving and there's going to be a lot of people that it's going to be overcrowded in the stores that you normally go to and i just want to just take the opportunity to just be like you know be kind man you know <laughs> yeah seriously uh there's a lot of people going through all this kinds of jimmy shit. says i mean come on. i mean come on guys uh this is pretty funny too um just because uh to bring it around full circle as we are about to move forward to uh, remember we started this conversation with baby it's cold outside we did so um somebody put out a list because they apparently had had enough and it goes a little something like this <laughs> Since you decided to pull Baby It's Cold Outside from its playlist because someone was offended, I feel that there's other holiday songs that must also be removed removed because they are offensive as well. Do so immediately. (laughs) One, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, subjecting minors to softcore porn. Two, the Christmas song, Open Fire, Pollution, (laughs) Folks Dressed Up Like Eskimos, Cultural Appropriation. Three, Holly Jolly Christmas, Kiss Her Once For Me, Unwarranted Advances, White Christmas, Racist. Five, Santa Claus is coming to town, sees you when you're sleeping, knows when you're awake, that's a peeping Tom stalker. Six, most wonderful time of the year, everyone telling you to be good, full of cheer, forced to hide, you're forcing me to hide my depression. Seven, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, bullying, as we addressed earlier. Eight, it's beginning to look a lot like 
Christmas. Forced gender-specific gifts, dolls for Janice, Jen, boots and pistols and guns for Barney and Ben. <laughs> oh shit nine uh i, was, I thought i was gonna make it all the way through nine santa baby gold digger blackmail ten frosty the snowman also sexist. sung by catwoman by the way <laughs> ten frosty the snowman sextus not actually a snow woman doesn't wear pants smokes a pipe probably with devil's lettuce <laughs> i added the devil's lettuce 11 do you hear what i hear blatant disregard for the hearing impaired <laughs> uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. Wow. Just wow. <laughs> Jingle bell rock. Giddy up, Jingle horse. Pick up your feet, animal abuse. Well, Mis- yeah. Mistletoe and holly. Overeating. Folks are stealing a kiss or two. How did this song ever see the light of day? 15. Winter Wonderland. Oh, Parson Brown. Demanding they are getting married. Forced partnership. Um, fun, you know, see, all of this makes me actually feel a little better because we've been here before. I'm going to tell you a little story about the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> so when uh, the song I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus first became popular, I think in the early 60s, it was banned by the Catholic Church because it promoted um, extramarital affairs. The young boy who sang the song originally went to the Pope and had to explain to the Pope that it was actually Dad dressed up as Santa, and that's why it was okay, and thusly the Catholic Church revoked the ban. Scandal! Yeah. Scandal! Mm -hmm. Remember when I told you about the Avengers trailer? You did. Endgame? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you. It oh. starts with Tony Stank being lost up in space, and you don't know if he's ever going to get back. He's running out of air. His helmet's all fucked up. He's mm-hmm. sending a memoir. Mm-hmm. People tweeted NASA that they needed to save Tony Tony Stark, <laughs> and NASA responded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I can't even make this shit up. Um, let me see if I can pull it up so I get it exactly correct here. So anyways, they're like, NASA... Tony Stark is lost in space. You need to save him. A lot of people mm-hmm. started a petition. Mm-hmm. Uh, NASA says, hey, at Marvel, we heard about your Tony Stark problem. As we know, the <laughs> first thing you should do, as we know, the first thing you should do is, is listen in to Mission Control for Avengers 4. We have a problem. But if you can't communicate, then we recommend you use ground teams to use all resources available to scan the skies to find your missing man. <laughs> actual NASA like they took time to fucking fuck around with the people in Marvel they had like hey guys fuck fuck off I mean that too I just thought it was pretty funny uh, and this might be the, the quote of the week and then mm. we're going to move into reviews but I love this and uh, I think it's extremely accurate social media has made too many of you comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the mouth for it Fucking word. <laughs> Words. Mm-hmm. That's what I got to say about that. And with that, we got movies to talk about right now. And now for our feature presentation. Oh, what's in the box? You talking to me? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Go ahead. Make my day. 
Fights will go on as long as they have to. Okay, we got some great movies to talk about today. Um, whoop, one, whoop. one thing I did forget to say, and it's going to be short and sweet, and dear God, I don't know why, <laughs> but uh, 69-year-old Ric Flair has been medically cleared to get back into the ring. One year ago, he was on life support for multiple failed organs. I only assume copious amounts of booze and women later. Here he is, back in full, <laughs> like you do, yeah, back in full, full peak form, and most likely gonna outlive every single one of us. Uh, now I say, oh dear, I don't think it's a question of whether he could. Nobody ever stopped to think about it, whether he should. <laughs> woo, woo, I, I think only mark? one person is responsible for stopping to think about that at this point. I guess so. And I mean, uh, he wants to get back in there. If, so. if you cut him, for he will not bleed, but just ooze out vodka. Like <laughs> probably just, would. I, I, mean, I think he's got a bit of the Rocky thing. He's still got stuff in the basement. You know? I'm saying, yeah, he's got stuff in that basement. That ain't never going to be solved. And in the attic, perhaps yeah, as well. Like he's got basement attic in the <laughs> everywhere. Uh, he's got ex wives coming out of Whoa. everything. He's got like six of them things. Oh, he is he's not. Got six. <laughs> Those are people. Yeah, I'm telling I will you not what. be associated with such misogyny. Oh man! Uh, so, um, uh, speaking of misogyny, uh, no, it's nothing. Uh, no, um, the movies that we reviewed this week. I'm just going to touch on this one first because I thought I was going to, and I actually didn't. I watched a movie here at my house uh, today called Papillion. Yeah, not the original 1973 Papillon. Dustin uh, Hoffman version of Papillon. <laughs> uh, do you have any gray Papillon? Uh, no, not, no, I do no. not. Um, but it, it's a it's a movie that is really good to see the one time, like, and you're gonna look at it. and It's not gonna have high reviews and high like stuffs on it. And I get that because part of it's like, I mean, it's a watch. It's not. They're not. They're not just there. You know, having fun. You know, they're, oh. they're in jail and they're trying gotcha. to escape. And uh, it was good. And when it was over, I was like, that was good. But I probably won't ever watch it again. <laughs> but I can at least say it's good to watch once if you haven't seen it and you want to yeah, see those it. those are good. Know? Yeah. I'm glad I saw it. Uh, and maybe in 10 years I'll watch again. Mm-hmm, probably not. Mm-hmm. But it's you know it's depressing. It's like Alf's Christmas special. It's really so depressing. So am I, but I still visit people. Yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Alf's Christmas special, like, that was some depressing stuff. Like, he gets given to a, a child and he's like, hey, I'm Alf. And she's like, hey, that's cool. I'm dying in like a day. And yeah, Alf's like, well, I'll make you feel better for this one day that you have left on earth and it's over. And you're like, what? What? <laughs> Damn, this was not funny at all. Uh, you know, Alf's did not think this through. Christmas gift. This uh, does not play to our demographic. Yeah, no. Uh, but no, check out that uh, Papillon. So um, I just going to say this. I loved Green Book. Man, I loved it. I thought I would like it. I did not think I would like it as much as I did. I absolutely loved it. I knew it was based on a true story. I didn't know how true the true story was because sometimes there's liberties, but not when the guy that's part of the true story is the co-writer of the script Mm. um, and on set every day. And it's great. It's the best work I've seen Vigo do uh, at least since Lord of the Rings and possibly ever. Uh, the road and wow well, yeah i mean yeah but this is different mm. like this is different for vigo like, right the road and all this heavy shit like he's used to that this he's playing a new york fucking brute that's a bouncer that he's gained a fair bit of weight for 
and he's got this real thick Brooklyn accent, which is not like Vigo. He's like 65. Yeah, and he's not from anywhere near New York at all. No, but he does accents well. He always has. I yeah. mean, he's not... His, the accent he does for Lord of the Rings is re- not his it's normal. It's pretty great. Mahershala Ali is also in this. He did not get nominated, uh, as far as I know. If he did, I must have, have misread it. But uh, Vigo did. But both of these guys were amazing in this movie. Uh, Mahershala, Mahershala Ali plays uh, a real-life character of uh, Doc Schultz, uh, I, th- I believe. or Yeah, he, he's a musician. Mm-hmm. He plays on the, the keys. The pianos. Yeah, the ebonies and the ivories. You know what I'm Thank you, Stevie. That's right. Uh, he, he tickles them, mm-hmm. uh, if, if you will. Uh, and he this is the 60s, and he uh, is is uh, very well and lives very well in, in New York. Uh, he sits on a damn throne, uh, for God's sake. Uh, for real, it's, it's, I don't want to give it away, <laughs> but it's, it's part of the movie. It's pretty funny. And then Vigo is, uh, you know, a working man from Brooklyn who is, you know, living as an Italian with a lot of people in his house and nowhere near on the level. Uh, as Mahershala Ali is in New York, and then he needs, to, he wants to hire a driver, and he heard that you know he plays this guy Tony, and uh, in, in, in the movies Tony the Lip is his nickname, and they go into why, and I'm not going to spoil that or anything, but uh, there was a reason that uh, they wanted him, and uh, it's a little you know the unlikely buddy comedy, but by the end of it, it's just such a damn good feel-good movie that was written and done so well and was so funny and just well acted and the music was good I, I, great actually and it's got a lot of real good buzz to it too because it was the first chance that it had been around here to see and the theater was full and this is an indie film and that doesn't happen around here very often no, at all no. um like uh, Anna was like, uh, I've never heard of this movie. You're making me go to this movie. Uh, there's not going to be anybody in there. And I'm like, I'll bet you there will be. And, <laughs> uh, I was like, a lot of people have heard of this movie. It's like, everybody, nobody else has heard of this movie, but you, I'm like, that's not true. Uh, and she walked in and she's like, holy shit. I'm like, aha, you can apologize <laughs> now if you would like, or you could apologize later. She's like, man, fuck you. We could just drop it. Yeah. And... She's like, man, fuck you. I'm like, all right. I told you, but whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but no, it was full and it was great, and I can't recommend it enough. It's probably, I mean, it's in my top three of the year. I just don't know where to place it yet. I, I don't think it's number one, but maybe it is. It might be the best movie I've seen all fucking year. It's, it's in consideration. Like I loved that movie. It's one of a movie that I enjoyed so much that I could have left turned right back around went in and walked again now not like for the same reasons for like ready player one yeah you know and stuff like the imax 3d like blow you away experience yeah yeah but just for a just for a good great like entertaining from start to finish movie it's absolutely old-fashioned movie experience yeah i absolutely loved every bit of it i love the i love the look of it I love the script of it. I love the actors in it. I love the music used in it. I love the live performances. I don't know if Mahershala Ali played all of the sequences, but I know he at least played some very complicated sequences as it was full body, and you can see him doing it. So it's like they can't super and fucking pose his hands on a shot like that. Like <laughs> others, you can cut away, and it can be others doing stuff. But like it's like Miles Teller, you know, in Whiplash, you could tell that the dude was putting in the work yeah, on those drums. Some of the Ryan Gosling stuff in La La Land. Yeah, it's yeah. it's I imagine it's probably a little more akin to that mm-hmm. uh than than the other because Miles Teller isn't actually a phenomenal drummer and I've never heard about Mahershala Ali playing the piano. 
um, let alone as good as a legend. I don't know his but life. Again, he could be. He, yeah. you know, he could be classically trained. A master. Uh, but I know is this movie is good. It's damn good, and you need to get out there and you need to see it. It's one hundred percent out of me. Five star again. One of the best I've seen all year, and it's towards the end of the year, so that's going up against everything previous till about you know for about the last two weeks of the year. See it. It's great. Very well. You do it now. You go right now. Well, like, I'd have to stop recording as soon as you're done. You go. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, that, uh, is going to bring us to, uh, our, uh, final review. And that is of a movie that I did not really think I would like, but then I heard the rumblings and then I heard other things. And then uh, I was like, you know, there wasn't anything big at the time. I didn't know we were going to get green book and I wanted to make sure that we would have something to review this week. And so we went for the instant family, uh, with, uh, Marky Mark Wahlberg. We yeah. are instant family. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, that was uh, not in the movie. Oh, good. Yeah. But, good. uh, the movie was, the it movie felt was, a little out of place. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, the movie was good though. Um, Again, kind of hits you right in the feels there. Um, yeah, there, there was actually a Rogan uh, about this movie. Uh, really? Yeah, Tom Segura, was one of the guys who's in the movie, came on with the director. And this is actually kind of based on their experience of this director and his husband adopting children. And uh, the, Yes, this is, ba- uh, this is based on a true story. Yeah, they yeah, show yeah. you, uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to like ruin it, but they show you the real, the, yep. what inspired it at mm-hmm. the end. I mean, yeah. I, when I say... Green Book is uh, Green Book is based on a true story. This movie was inspired by yes, a true indeed. story. Yes, indeed. So the, there's the difference there. Yeah. So he 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 was talking to the about the people that made him want to make the movie. Yeah, and why they chose to put Tom in the movie and all that stuff. But the the process of going th- the movie's about adoption. If, yeah, if you weren't uh, aware, not just adoption, but adoption of, of older of three kids. children. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to adopt this young child, but oh, she has siblings, and you can't adopt that one. You have to take all the siblings. Yeah, and one of them is sixteen. One of them is like ten or eleven, and one of them's young, like mm-hmm. four or five. Yeah, um, but man. I'll tell you, it's funny, it's charming, it tugs on the heartstrings a little bit, and uh, you leave that theater again, it's a feel-gooder, you know? You're like, this is, damn, I, I you know, it kind of gets you unexpectedly. I did not think I was, and for a minute there, I was like, man, me and this film might not jive. <laughs> uh, some things don't go Not, not going well. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, based on what I heard uh, in the interview that I listened to, it sounded like it was serious and it was heartfelt, and there's a lot of things in the movie that actually happened to these people. It is, and they, and they show you, because the, sh- the only reason that, uh, it's the, when you say that, is because, I did, again, while watching the movie, I never once even thought back of this being based on like actual real people just like I thought it was like stories he'd heard but in the in the end of the movie there was pictures of all mm-hmm. of the people and the real people and the real people that inspired the people that were acting for the people and the real family that yep. did the thing and all that stuff and I was like well shit uh I did not know all that yeah, they don't really allude to that in the trailer for it, at least. No, but the true storiness of it all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was good. Um, and all those things that he said were true. I will back that up, uh, you know. Uh, it's not It's not like Green Book to me where I was just floored and riveted and just really into it the whole way. I was, I, I mean, I'm not saying I wasn't not into it the whole time I was, but it's 
it's different. Um, well, it's comedy, but you're also talking about the adoption of like teenage kids. Yeah, so there's just a whole lot of also, feels I mean, going on. I have I, I've not had the greatest uh, end on on parts with with my mom, and I've I've kind of dealt with not being put into the system, but like not uh, being able to live where I want to live until I hit. You're a probably age. one of the last latchkey kids that exist in the world. You what's, know what uh, I mean? What's that? What's the what's, I, I, I do um, not, what is this? Typically it means that your parents were working and not really ever home. And so you, oh, yes. you, you got your own key to the house at a very young age. I did. Now with my mom replaced working with drinking and yes, <laughs> um, out and I'm not, drinking. I'm, I'm um, sure that qualifies as yeah, well. I, I went through an earthquake when I was alone at six years old. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I got thrown out of my bed, went mm-hmm. downstairs, only to find nobody there. So I hid in a drawer. Um, it was underneath the sink. And I ate Twinkies until it was daylight and it stopped shaking. <laughs> oh, yeah. My dad was a, not happy. There's a movie in there somewhere. Yeah, my dad, because uh, this was when I lived in California, my dad still lived here. And uh, let's just say my dad about got well, on a plane. That would have been, what, 89? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because yeah. Malter Mondale was running against uh, George Bush. Yeah, well, that would have been the San Francisco Giants um, World Series, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. It was not awesome, and my dad was very angry. I could only imagine. Yeah, he literally about jumped out of his seat, bought a ticket on a plane, and was on his way to go get in some trouble. <laughs> Kidnap uh-huh. you, essentially. Something. Uh, but, yeah, he, he, if he was coming, he was coming to fight, and he would have brought a lady to do the dirty work. Like, <laughs> he'd have been like, two left crosses right there. Yeah. Uh, grab, Pro- I'm grab him. She comes at you. You deck her again. Here's your money. We're going home. <laughs> get up out of here never see me again we're gonna live yeah. on the run forever yeah. and if it wasn't for the benefits that my mom was getting she probably wouldn't have even gave a shit i mean yeah. I, I say this and and i don't I, this is not a oh man oh this is that's that's not what this is about I'm well just it's saying, ancient well I it's can, not ancient history but it's a long time ago that and it's just i can relate to parts of this movie because i've I'm not it was still my parent but I've dealt with some shitty parenting, mm-hmm. and there are it, the real parent is there, and the real parent, you know, gave the children up for addictions. And in my life, uh, when I was uh, about ten or so, um, I did, or when I was twelve or so, I did have a choice. That's when I first got a choice, and I put the ultimatum to my mom, who had all, always chose drinking over me. I was like, hey. Now I have a choice, and you can either choose drinking, and I'll stay and hang out, and we can have a relationship, or I'm just going to go over here, and I'm really not going to bother you until you stop drinking. Or And uh, she was like, yeah, I choose booze. Goodbye. <laughs> and uh, I didn't talk to her for years until yeah. I was like 17. Um, and then things got back on track and then drifted back off again due to addiction. So this is a movie that struck a chord with me that I can't, say as it's going to do with others but um you know it it got me a little bit you know uh, i can see why yeah so um it's a movie that in the in not a good way uh i can relate with but it's it's so much of my past and my history that it's not something like it doesn't bother me anymore you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm, i'm an adult now and i think that 
a lot of that built character um, over time. I, know to, I certainly know how to handle being on my own. <laughs> That's for <laughs> You're not afraid sure. of it either. That's no, important. And I, I also uh, I often say, and people think I'm joking, but I, I was raised by like Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray in front of the TV. You know, mm-hmm. those were my friends. Uh, no, I was yeah. an only child, so I didn't have a brother until I was 16 years old. So that's quite the difference. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, not not exactly traditional. Yeah, but I, I gave the instant family a, a cool 90 percentile and a 4.5 star on that. Um, it, it could fluctuate, but I don't think anybody could watch that and come out of there going anything less than a four, though. That's just... If so, Ludicrous. I'm going like, to be like, who broke you? Like, what is... <laughs> What is wrong with you? Or who didn't break you? Yeah, maybe. I guess. Uh, just because it's, it's, it's a damn fine film. So it's no green book by any stretch, but it's damn fine. So get out there and check it out. But see green book first, for God's sake. <laughs> that movie is unbelievable. Well, what if, I, what if I'm in the mood for some lighter fare? Uh, green book is. Oh, okay. It's way lighter than Instant Family. Yeah, but I'm sure it's different. Yeah, it's both feel good, mm, all right. but it, one is heavy and one is not. Mm-hmm. One is very lighthearted. No, oh, okay. yeah, it's a it's basically a unlikely buddy comedy. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a odd couple of sorts in a car on the road. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, worlds colliding. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I can't recommend Green Book enough. Get out there and go see Green Book. Support independent theater so that your towns get these movies because these are good stuff, especially around this time of year. Now, I'm going to break down what our schedule is going to be like as we're getting into the holiday season. We are going to be back next week. We are going to have a review for Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. Oh, Phil Lord, Chris Miller is going to be good. I can't believe they worked in Spider-Pig. Oh, yeah, Spider-Ham. They couldn't call him Spider-Pig. I know. But yes, he's up in here, and it's going to be good. I love in the previews. He's like, yeah, this isn't one of them worlds where they get uh, freaked out by animals talking, is it? <laughs> oh boy, because <laughs> that uh, could really freak him out. Yeah, I really look. I look. I look forward to that immensely. Uh, also, uh, I'm going to be reviewing The Mule, uh, Clint Eastwood's new movie, which he- looks. Haw. Yeah. Oh, I think it's going to be uh, a hee haw in good time. Oh, do you? Yeah, in a very serious way. <laughs> it's not very funny looking, uh, but it looks great, and I look forward to reviewing that. And then, um, of course, the Spider Verse. Then there's going to be a whole bunch of movies that are going to come out. It's going to be Christmas. It's going to be Christmas Day on the day that we record, so we are not going to have an episode. We're going to have an episode next week. We're calling it our Christmas episode extravaganza spectacular surprise. But uh, the week after that, we will not be available. We we will then come back the week after, before New Year's. We will have reviews from the best of the Christmas slew of films that are coming out. And uh, a couple of uh, little things of our favorites of the year uh, as the year has gone by. And as I like to say, uh, 2018 is a year and it's almost over. What the fuck was that? Uh, (laughs) It was a bad year for me, personally. Worst year of my life. Uh, for multiple but different reasons. So um, I'm looking forward to moving forward to infinity and beyond. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll have two shows left before the end of the year, and then we will be taking the uh, New Year's weekend off and then getting back at it after that. So basically we're going to be on again, off for a week, on again, then off for a week, and then back at it uh, with our 
regularly scheduled program. Yeah, so. and who knows? Holidays are always crazy. Yeah, I mean, things that's come the plan. up, things change. Yeah, that's <laughs> the plan. I mean, you know, sometimes things do change, and if they do, it'll be addressed uh, on the next show that we do. So, that being said, uh, it was a good show. Thanks for bearing with us tonight through some of that controversy. We hope it didn't scare you. It's off all, it's all just to, uh, to uh, an elbow in the ribs, you know. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, what, no, Dad? Yeah, that's right. We hope we didn't scare anybody off when they heard the song. Uh, <laughs> I really can't. St- oh shit! Uh, I got it. Uh, no, that's uh, what, uh, that's what I'm, I'm going to do. I'm going to put in one of those like retro- record screeching yeah, sounds. Uh, I am offended. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. Uh, but uh, no. So uh, we look forward to uh, getting back at it then. And in case I or J Rod does not see you, good morning, good afternoon, and good and good luck. has me up in its spell that old black magic that to you up weeps so well those icy fingers up and down my spine the same old witchcraft when your eyes move mine i love them so yeah that same old tingle that i feel inside and then that elevator starts its ride and darling down and down Talking about the black old magic, yeah, baby, cause I love old.